Hello and welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy. And I'm Val. And we have with us from Stolen Droids Podcast, Colin. Welcome to the show, Colin. Hello, thanks for having me, guys. Friend of the program, the- Colin. Friend of the program, Colin. First time caller, long time <laughs> listener. <laughs> Never been on before. You've um, been on our big, our big multi-podcaster episodes. Yeah, and he's also been on. I think he was on one about Bob with us earlier this year. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, was it earlier this year? Or a couple years ago? I don't know. Twenty twenty all blends together. The whole decade. <laughs> this year seems like three years. This year yeah. seems like three years, and this week seems like four weeks, so it's fine. Uh, amen. It's true. It's true. But we have Colin here because we have a great big show today where you're talking about Disney Investors Day 2020, which happened just a couple days ago as we're recording this, and just a few days ago as it comes out on Monday morning. Um, lots to talk about there, lots to unpack. Um, Disney gave us a lot of great things to look forward to and a lot of really exciting things to look forward to. But I think one of the big questions on everybody's mind, Warner Media made their big announcement not too long ago that all of their films next year are going to premiere in theaters and on HBO Max on the same day. And that starts with Wonder Woman on December 25th uh, or Christmas Day, depending on what you want to call that day. You know, whatevs. <laughs> but um, and so the question that everybody had is, how is Disney going to respond to that? Because we had seen what they did with Mulan, where you paid an extra premium price to get the premiere access um, to see Mulan. Uh, and so is Disney going to continue to do that? Or were they going to follow the Warner uh, model and put their shows or their movies straight to Disney Plus? And we kind of got an answer with Disney Investor Day. They, they talked about uh, the movies that are coming out. They've still got some coming out just to theaters next year. They've got a few that they're going to give that premiere access uh, to that you can uh, pay extra to get access to it. And then they've got a few that they're saying are going straight to either Hulu or Disney plus. And I don't know if they were originally planned to do that or if they're adjusting that. So what what were you guys' thoughts as they kind of announced that they were still going to do straight to theatrical releases? Straight. I mean, I'm excited about it. I, I, you know, I actually got to go see a screening this week and it's been a really long time. And at at some point, you know, we've got to get used to trying to get back to some kind of normalcy. It's not going to be the same. We're still going to have to wear masks and wash our, I mean, you should always wash your hands people like every day, at least (laughs) twice a day, if not more, I would say more, but, um, you know, it's not ever, it's not going to look the same way that it's ever looked again. But I really right. like the fact that Disney is sticking to the fact that theaters are important and that a theatrical release is important. The cool thing about um, about it is that you can decide what you want to do. If you don't want to go see it in a theater, you don't have to. Um, but I really like that there's going to be some that are specifically for theaters and then you can wait if you want to do like the, you know, page streaming and then you can wait again if you want it to be on Disney. It's the same thing we've always done. Some people don't ever go to the theater. They waited to go to Blockbuster to rent it and that was their Friday night movie. So this isn't like new. I don't feel it's just the fact that it's on our minds because Mm -hmm. of the pandemic. Um, But you know, they're not the only ones that are charging premium prices for movies on streaming um, apps either. 
you know, all, almost right, every right. movie that's come out during the pandemic, you've had to pay between $9.99 and $30 to rent it. So, um, you know, when people were throwing a fit about Mulan, um, I feel like there are some people that just always want to complain about Disney. Um, and the investors day was not alone on that. Cause there was a lot of <laughs> <laughs> well, mm-hmm. so, so I think that there's a couple of distinctions we need to make. And number one, there are two major streaming companies right now. It's Netflix and Disney mm-hmm. and everybody else is striving to try and catch them. And the difference between what Warner brothers did and what Disney did is Disney has been preparing its partners that it's going to go mostly streaming. They'll still do theatrical, but they've warned them in advance. This is the, this is the future. And this is the way it's been going for a long time. The pandemic has accelerated that. And what HBO did is, or what uh, Warner brothers did. And by the way, Warner brothers is owned by AT&T. That's owned by another company. It's Mm -hmm. these giant behemoth companies. And they blindsided all of their artists. Like they were telling people, up to an hour before this is what we're going to do. And then went ahead Mm -hmm. and did it. And you've got filmmakers really upset with Warner brothers. Um, Denny Vanille or Villa new who has Dune coming out has said that that might be the end of the Dune series. And it was supposed to be a two movie deal plus future movies. And he's Mm -hmm. so upset that he's saying he may not go back and do it with them again. Yeah. So I think that's, that's definitely been one of the big issues with the Warner uh, announcement. Like you said, Tracy, they really just didn't give anybody a heads up. But I think what you're seeing with, with the Warner announcement is they're trying to get HBO max established as a streaming Mm -hmm. service. Whereas like you said, the two big dogs right now are Disney and Netflix. Um, And part of that is Disney plus has been hugely successful. And part of that is Disney owns Hulu and Hulu was the big dog with Netflix before uh, Disney plus came out. And so Disney Plus has already established their streaming. So they can right. – and Disney's always been premium, right? They they know that right. they charge a little bit more, but but their fans and people who like Disney know that they usually get their money's worth. And so, like, okay, I'll pay the $30 extra to get access to Raya the Dragon – or The Last Dragon um, because I think it's worth it to sit down with my family and if we don't want to go to the theater and see it. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas – Warner Brothers is really, or Warner Media, they're trying to get HBO Max more established and, and get in the game besides just the HBO original series, like give people other things that are on there uh, to watch. And so I think that's why they're willing to say, yeah, you pay $14.99 a month and you're going to get all the new Warner movies. But yeah, it, Patty Jenkins also wasn't happy to find out that that yes. Wonder Woman was going to be released on HBO Max the same day that it was going to theaters. Um, and some of these movies like Dune, like Wonder Woman 1984, I think you need to see him in the theater. Like mm-hmm. I want to see both of those movies in the theater. Um, but honestly, I'll probably end up watching them on HBO max because it's on, it's on there. Right. You know? And, and, and so I don't know. Well, the other, the other issue too is HBO max is not available on Roku. They're having a fight with Roku and neither side wants to bend. And it's like, if you're so desperate to get viewers, man, you've got to be on Roku. I mean, they just barely established themselves with Amazon um, yeah. But I've heard the interface is really clunky. I, I don't have a fire stick, so I don't know. But I've heard a lot of complaints yeah, that it's not user-friendly. Yeah. Whereas Disney mm-hmm. Plus, it is so simple. It is so clean. It is so user-friendly. Well, it's I'm what glad we've you brought come that to up expect because, at Disney. 
I mean, we're talking about, you know, and I'm not going to get too far off topic, but if you looked at the way Netflix did their programming um, and the way Disney came out of the gate with their programming is you can't not mention um, Amazon Prime Video because Amazon was buying and purchasing um, long, long running series and movies before Netflix was doing that. And that's why Netflix started mm -hmm. picking up all of these series, all of these independent films and started thinking about Netflix started thinking about it. Amazon is a money-making sleeper. I watch Amazon mm -hmm. Prime more than I watch Netflix. And Disney realized what Amazon was doing with their really fantastic movies that they were buying. They buy more movies at Sundance and other film festivals than any other um, streaming service right now. And so Disney knew that Amazon was a money-maker. And if you look at the way that they put things on there other than charging for other networks um, to watch and other subscriptions, you know, both Netflix and Disney look at Amazon. And up until two days ago, when, when Disney had this um, announcement, Amazon and Amazon Prime, their stocks have been consistently up here since they dropped Prime Video. It wasn't until two days ago at this big announcement that Disney stock finally went up $25 in a day, $25 a share yeah. in one day. The last time that happened this year was Nike stock. Like it just, nobody has done it. Like that's crazy. So they knew what they were doing. They did it right before the end of the year. Disney has yep. a plan. That's why Disney succeeds over Warner brothers because when Bob, and I just like to call him Bob. Yeah, Bob. <laughs> I feel like when Bob I feel Iger, like he's almost at the point Bob, in the Disney yeah. company that we can start calling him Uncle Bob. You know, like right? Uncle Walt. You've got Uncle Bob. Like <laughs> when he's Bob the patron Iger, saint of Disney. Yeah, exactly. And I'm so glad he didn't go anywhere. But when Bob Iger went, when he got his job and he was placed into the position that he was with for the CEO, CEO of Disney, when he went and sat down and talked um, about actually bringing Apple into the family, he sat down and they talked about this. They talked about how looking at your phone, streaming video from anywhere that you are streaming movies was what was coming. And how many years ago was that? 15 years mm -hmm. ago when yeah, he it was sat like, down? Yeah. It was like when the first yeah. iPod video came out and uh, Steve Jobs showed that to him mm -hmm. and he was like, yeah, yeah this is the yeah. future. We'll, we'll put so our movies on iTunes. No problem. Yeah, this is not a mistake. Yes, it may have pushed it sooner because of this pandemic, which is only better, I, I feel like, because Disney, when they have to work under fire, they, they have a plan. Like these yes. plans have been, that's the yes. only problem with Warner Brothers is that the only plan they have is to keep up with other people around them. They don't look yeah. ahead. Well, and the other they don't problem look is, is you have They're filmmakers. Yeah. yeah, you've got filmmakers at Disney and Pixar who, and, and somebody like Bob Igar, and then you've got Kevin Feige, or Fiji. how do you say his name? I always screw that up. Feige? It's Feige? Kevin Feige? Feige? Feige. I think it's Feige. Anyway, you've got these people who are thinking about film and filmmakers, and the problem with Warner Brothers is you have a lot of corporate execs who want to dabble in the movie business, and that to me is is a major distinction between the two. Yeah. So, um, and I think it's interesting. You mentioned the, the $25 jump uh, per share for, for Disney, which was huge. And I think Disney stock was down and undervalued like up, up to, you know, two days ago, that's when you should have been buying Disney stock because people were saying, you know, with the parks being closed or 
at less capacity and things like that, that Disney was in trouble. Disney's not in trouble. They're fine. And I think this was a good way for them to come out and say they're fine. You know? Yeah. At at the beginning of the pandemic, their stock was $108 a share, which is not shabby for anything. Um, You know, the lowest that their stock got um, in, in the last year is $95 a share. So at $108 worth of stock, which is where my boyfriend purchased it when I said, uh, it's the beginning of pandemic, you need to get your Disney stock because in December, you're going to be really happy that you have it. And he texted me two days ago and he's like, it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, I'm a long-term Disney stock holder. I feel like when you buy stock and we'll, we won't get too far into this, but if you have your Disney stock, then I would hang on to it for a little bit longer. It's one of those long haul stocks. It's not mm-hmm. a short-term stock. But if you yep. want to be playing the game, you should have bought it six months ago and sold two days ago when it was um, $177 a share if you bought it at 108 yeah. 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 So let's talk about some of the announcements. There was a lot. And so we'll try to cover what we can. And we'll hit some of them pretty quickly. Uh, uh, where we're a movie show, we'll probably focus mostly on the films. But obviously, we're all big Marvel and Star Wars nerds. And so we'll probably talk a lot about that stuff when we get there as well. So Hulu was first on the the docket. um, And we kind of talked about this when Disney Plus um, bought up 20th Century Fox and kind of bought out Hulu, that we kind of felt that a lot of the adult programming was going to go more to Hulu and not to Disney Plus, because that was the big question. Disney Plus is always, or Disney's always been very family friendly. Um, And so what about some of this Fox uh, content and some of the more adult content? Yeah, that's all going to go to Hulu. And that's what we're seeing with the announcement uh, yesterday. So they talked about uh, that the next season of Handmaid's Tale, which is definitely not family-friendly programming, um, is going to premiere next year and then a final Mm -hmm. season for that as well. Um, And then they talked about, or not a final season, but another season, fifth season was announced. Um, And then they talked about some films. So Only Murders in the Building that stars Selena Gomez, Martin Short, and Steve Martin. Like all I need to know is that Martin Short and Steve Martin are together in a film and I'm on board to at least see it once, you know, because those guys are amazing. Um, they talked about, uh, let's see, a Kate McKinnon um, drama starring Elizabeth Holmes called The Dropout, uh, Michael Keaton and Peter Sarsgaard and Rosario Dawson uh, in Dope Sick, uh, and then A Mystery by David E. Kelly, Nine Perfect Strangers, and then, uh, and that's starring Nicole Kidman and Melissa McCarthy, and then um, the Kardashians are coming to Woo-hoo. Hulu. That was, I think, oh. I know, I know Colin was excited about that <laughs> announcement. I know you guys are all haters, but I'm super excited because I haven't I... been able to get the Kardashians for a year. And I, I am a smart woman and I love the Kardashians and I will throw down with anybody any day. So I'm, <laughs> I am actually an avid keeping up with the Kardashians viewer. Like I'm, I'm current on this season, even. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm no, not even is seriously this into this. Season. No, so my 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 wife loves that show, and we used to watch yeah. it with my with her, wife her all the time. Hey, I enjoy it now, and I'm not afraid to admit it. I knew I liked your wife. She's the best. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, because because they they actually had 
two more seasons that they were supposed to do of of keeping up with Kardashians, and they actually uh, ended their contract early. And so this season's the last season, which makes sense now because they're doing this with with who? Yeah, they're doing spinoffs. Yeah. They're doing a whole bunch of spinoffs. Yeah, yeah. What they said it's on the Kardashian the universe. Kids. It says Hulu's yeah. also gotten the Kardashians to mosey over to its service from E. They'll be making new global content for Hulu. I don't know what global content is necessarily, <laughs> but I think there will be a lot of different things. And uh, it's going to be easier than ever to keep up with the Kardashians. Yay, so, I'm so there. And, and it is a big deal. It kind of shows um, the legitimacy of Hulu and I think that's a little bit of the clout that Disney brings by by owning Hulu. So yeah, um, um, so that was Hulu. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, just kind of speaking of Fox Studios, I think it's interesting they didn't really highlight much of Fox, and Fox has a yeah. huge catalog, and there was no mention of Avatar, which Disney has made a huge investment in, and they didn't even talk about it at all, and that surprised me quite a bit. It's because they're pushing it back. They're pushing yeah. it back still, like three years. Yeah, they it's it's in this uncertainty. I kind of have a behind the curtain on that one and mm. they're they're pushing it back and number 3 even though it's halfway made may never be seen. Wow. Wow. Well, and I think Avatar has kind of become that film franchise that because it has been pushed back and delayed as many times as it has, it starts to feel like the boy who cried wolf and that may be why they avoid talking about it until they have something more solid to say. This is for sure when it's coming out and we have a solid, this is when yeah, it's happening. There's no way James Cameron would let that go just to streaming. And so I'm sure that number That's two, true. they had it on, they had it on the docket and then they had a few MCU movies that they wanted to have come before that. And then the pandemic hit and you know, James Cameron is not going to not put this movie in an IMAX theater for a big mm-hmm. opening weekend. Like he, he is very oh, yeah. specific about his craft. So yeah. Yeah. You know, and then yeah, they true. started shooting three. They finished shooting two months before the pandemic um, and they started shooting three. But they pandemic hit in the middle of shooting three because they were shooting them back to back. Yeah, especially for a movie that broke box office records the way mm-hmm. it did when it first released. You know, they're not going to just release it during a pandemic. It's yeah. it's, it's but it's so interesting because it, it made so little cultural impact. Like yeah. this is not a movie that is like the the cornerstone of anything. It you ask most people and they're like, oh yeah, it's that movie about the blue skin people. See, and I struggle, I struggle with that because I think story-wise you're right, but it did make a huge cultural impact because how many movies after Avatar oh, came out were that, 3D? Yes. Like yes. for years, movies it yeah. was like, Oh, should I see this in 3D or should I see it in 2D? And like we've kind of gone away from that and 3D's kind of become a, a gimmick of the past, but Avatar is what made that happen for years and years after. So um, so I agree with you, but I do think there was cultural impact outside of just the story. And I think that's part of what they need to bring is they've got to bring something innovative to get people to come and see it because just story-wise, people aren't mm-hmm. going to be that interested in Avatar. Mm-hmm. So for sure. Um, after Hulu, they went into the FX networks and we're not going to talk a, a whole lot about that because this is TV and we are a movie show, but I know that there are a couple of things that are exciting there. Um, they, oh, if you're a big fan of always sunny in Philadelphia, four more seasons of that. Um, they've also got the old man starring Jeff Bridges. They talked about American horror stories. They gave more detail on that. 
platform, which is BJ Novak's anthology series. Um, Taika Watiti, who is all over the place and the new uh, it guy in Hollywood. Uh-huh. Um, he's got a series on FX um, about American teenagers in Oklahoma called Reservation Dogs, Native American teenagers in Oklahoma, excuse me, um, called Reservation Dogs. And then Why the Last Man, which is a comic book uh, series that they are bringing to FX. And then Shogun, uh, which will be a, a samurai series or samurai series, kind of like Game of Thrones. So that's all some exciting stuff coming to FX. And the question was with FX being bought out by Disney, was their content going to be changed drastically? Uh, And it looks like with what they've got on the docket, it won't be. But the big announcement, like this has Tracy written all over it, this announcement. (laughs) Listen to this. All right. Noah Hawley of Fargo and Legion, two of two shows that I know Tracy enjoys quite a bit is making a TV series based on the Alien franchise with the support of Ridley Scott. So, like, that's you, Tracy. Like, they, they said, <laughs> what could, what kind of show can we make for Tracy Mangum? I've got it. Let's get this guy from Fargo and Legion, and we're going to have him make an a- Alien TV series. What are your thoughts, Tracy? So, so I, surprisingly, I'm a little mixed on this, because I am one of the few people that liked Ridley Scott's last two Alien films. I thought... Prometheus and Alien Covenant were really interesting. Uh, uh, Prometheus had some great ideas. The execution, not so great. But I thought Alien Covenant was really good, and it ended on a heck of a cliffhanger. And I'm a little hesitant to see how this would work in a in a series weekly. Um, I do, for the most part, like Noah Hawley. I thought that, that Legion was fantastic. Um, Fargo, the first two seasons, were great. This last season of Fargo was a dog. It was a stinker. So I'm a little hesitant for those two reasons, but I'm, I'm interested definitely to see what's going to happen. Yeah, it should be interesting for sure. Um, but after they talked about FX Network, we got into what everybody was waiting for, Lucasfilm. I don't know if everybody, I was waiting for it. Um, with the success of The Mandalorian on Disney+, Plus, there's been all sorts of rumors for a while about how much Disney was going to go all in on Star Wars. And I think the answer from a couple days ago is they're going all in on Star Wars, 100%. Like, tons of huge, huge announcements. Um, so they talked about um, some series that are going to tie in with The Mandalorian. You've got The Rangers of the New Republic. Uh, and then Ahsoka, so she's getting her own series. Uh, I remember when the Jedi came out a couple weeks ago. One of my, one of the people I follow on Twitter mentioned. So was this like a backdoor trailer for a new series? Yep, it appears like it was. Uh, so we are getting an Ahsoka series, uh, and it looks like they're planning on tying in those two series with the Mandalorian down the road. So the Mandalorian kind of becomes now the arrow of this Star Wars universe that they're building on Disney Plus. And then you've got The Flash and Legends of Tomorrow. So that would be like Rangers of the New Republic and Ahsoka that will tie in with this. So what are your guys' thoughts about kind of creating this this intertwined storytelling like we've seen with the CW and we've seen like with Marvel uh, with the Star Wars series? I'm excited for it. I mean, you have all of this content. You, Yeah. Go ahead, Val. Go ahead, Colin. All right. 
I think yeah, I think I, I'm I, on a little delay, so go ahead, Colin. <laughs> uh, I I think it's 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 going to be um, an amazing thing to see because you know uh, the the Arrowverse has has done it fairly well, right? Uh, but I think that Disney is going to take it to a whole new level, um, and and you know it's not going to be these little things that are very unimpactful uh, to the rest of the series, right? Uh, it's going to be big moves that are set between each of these um, different shows. And it's going to actually cause something to occur to actually impact the rest of the characters in the Disney or the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Disney was not, um, you know, stupid when they purchased this, um, franchise. Mm -hmm. They had ideas and they had a plan. Like I said, they, they always have a plan and it's not something they haven't already been doing. They've just been doing it in animated form. They've been doing it with rebels. You know, they've mm -hmm. been doing it with other um, series, but this is basically taking all of your books, all of your comic books, all of your stories and bringing them to live action. So, mm -hmm. I mean, they've got enough material to go for years and years. And some people are like, it's an, you know, they're going overboard. It's too much. Well, guess what? I don't read the books. So I don't right. have that content right. coming at me all the time. So it's just like fans that sit there and read all of the Star Wars fan books. And they've got all of this information and all of this knowledge. And then they jumped to Rebels. And then they jumped to Clone Wars to get them even more immersed into these stories that they already knew. This is the same thing. We're just consuming it in a different media way. And I'm super excited that... I feel like they're finally utilizing what they paid for. Yes, when they paid yeah. for it, they said, okay, we want to give you movies. But movies, that's like one teeny bit of what this franchise means. And now that they mm -hmm. have Disney Plus and with The Mandalorian being such a success, um, if they follow what they've done with the Mandalorian and how smart it is, how well written it is, how well they utilize actors. This last episode that came out last or Friday, um, it, it was amazing with what yeah. they did with the people that they had involved in it and the writing and the acting. And I mean, it was just, it really got me excited again. I was, I was bored there for a couple of episodes and then I was uh -huh. like, okay, I understand why you did what you did. <laughs> um, so I just think everything that they've got coming, <laughs> everything that yeah. they have coming down the pipeline, like there's nothing to be mad at. No, everybody I agree. like, like Disney fans, they're giving you what you wanted, visually but, but showing you the story. Have to that... argue everything. They have to yeah, complain about true. everything. I know. <laughs> I've, I've always thought it's, that Star it's Wars. It's the Skywalker way. It's the Skywalker <laughs> way to just complain and whine about. Oh my gosh. It's true. Um, I've always thought Star Wars and the type of story that it is really lends itself to a serialized mm -hmm. type storytelling. And so I'm excited that they're getting to play in this universe because it's a big galaxy and there's a lot of different stories to be told outside of just the main Skywalker saga. And we're getting right. to see that. Um, in addition to uh, the two that are taking place in the same era as the Mandalorian, uh, we also have the Rogue One spinoff series Andor, which is uh, starring Diego Luna, mm -hmm. uh, which a lot of people have been excited about. And this has been announced previously, but they, they dropped a sizzle reel, uh, which I, that's one of my, favorite named things in the industry yeah, is the sizzle yeah. reel because it's just a great name. <laughs> um, the Obi-Wan Way Kenobi better than a trailer, series. I think. 
Yo, yeah. I agree. Yeah, a sizzle like a sizzle reel gives me more excited than a trailer. Then we talked about Obi Wan Kenobi starring Ewan McGregor, and they announced that Hayden Christensen was also coming back to play Darth Vader. Like, yeah, not this Anakin is so Skywalker, exciting. Darth Vader. Well, yeah, because you know, Anakin I'm, Skywalker's dead at this point, yeah. right? But I, I, but they could. I was thinking maybe they might have flashbacks, but specifically in the um, release, they mentioned Darth Vader, which was crazy. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that we get a little bit. So I know, I know that we don't all read the comics, but I've read a little bit of the Darth Vader comic book series that Marvel has been doing, and you get to really see why Darth Vader was so feared. And we don't really get to see that in the movies so much. We just know that he's this big, intimidating guy. Kind of like we always talked about how bad a Boba Fett was. And then we finally got to see that last week on (laughs) The Mandalorian. I'm hoping that we get the same thing with Darth Vader in this Obi-Wan Kenobi series. And we finally get to see why everybody was afraid of him and why he was so feared in the galaxy. And so I'm excited about that. that Rogue One. The yeah. end of Rogue One. We got a we got a snippet of that, oh, yeah. but yeah, yeah, I am I am total agreement with. I'm that. so excited about Rogue One. I mean, as much as I'm Uh-oh. excited about Obi Wan Kenobi and that whole world because that's one of my favorite sections of um, Star Wars. Um, I think his character and how the stories that came before his character and the stories that came out because of his character are um, really intriguing. But Rogue One is one of my favorite. Um, mm-hmm. Star Wars movies, and um, mm-hmm. if they stick to what they did with the movie, I'm going to be really enthralled with that. I'm super yeah. excited. Yeah, yeah. So, and will be interesting. And then they also announced, um, so there's an animated series called The Bad Batch, which which follows um, a batch of clones from the Clone Wars, which looks great. Um, and then we've also got a series of star Wars shorts called visions, which I am so intrigued by because so I do think there are a lot of stories and we're going to see all these great stories right. that don't tie into anything else, except right. just that they're a great story. It's, it's um, like the Pixar spark shorts. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, I think what we're going to get with the what if series in Marvel, Yeah, I think it'll yeah. be similar to that. Um, and then there's also going to be, and this one didn't excite me this much. I'm sorry but a droid story. Like all I could think of was the old animated droid series. And I'm like, do we need like a revamp of that? This is for kids. I think this is a kid's play. I'm excited about the droid. I think the droids don't get enough love. And I think that we've talked about this before on the show is that in every star Wars movie or story, there is a droid there that, that you connect with. You know, Rogue One, Solo, like all of these, the droids. And I mean, um, I'm excited. I'm excited about it. I think they they showed us a little bit of that life in the last Star Wars movie, you know, with um, R2-D2 and C-3PO and everything that their relationship connected on. And so, oh my gosh, he's my favorite. (laughs) No, thank you. Um, (laughs) My favorite. (laughs) Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually really excited about this. I'm intrigued to see where they're going to go, um, with this. Yeah. All right. And- so my, my, minor, minor, minor quibble. Yeah. I am not a fan of the prequels. As we all know, I hated attack of the clones Yeah, immensely. I did not watch clone wars because I don't care about that period in the star Wars universe, but now with Ahsoka and the bad batch, they're going to force me to watch the clone wars and I heard it gets better, but oh my gosh. 
Yeah. I, Tracy, I'm right there with you. Like every time I watch a Mandalorian episode right after it brings you to Clone Wars and I have yep. tried and tried to watch Clone Wars, but I, I'm not into the, it's not the story. I'm not into the animation and everybody keeps telling yes. me you need to just watch it. You'll get past it after season two. It gets great. And I'm nobody's going to force me to do crap. Like I'm just going to watch the rest of these things and my brain is going to put yep like two and two together. Tracy, you're smart enough. You can figure it out. I'm sorry if I get hate mail for this. You don't have to watch Clone Wars if you don't want to. I think, I think the animation is a struggle for me and the story is pretty good until they get to any of the Padme episodes. For whatever reason, they just don't work for me. And I love Padme. It's like It's not anything against... The character is it because just, her head is too big for her body in the story. It might be. <laughs> it might be. That might be part of it. The Star Wars politics, and and those are always just super slow paced movie. Yeah, yeah. That are that are so focused on on Padme's character that it doesn't dive into really anything else. Yeah. And so, if you do watch it, you can if you see Padme pop up, just skip because. <laughs> You're, you're going to make it through a lot quicker. And that's actually what I ended up doing to, to actually get through Clone Wars is I there were a couple times where I was just like, I can't I can't do this. And so I would usually just have it like playing in the background while I was working uh, as, as just something to like help carry it through um, just to get through the the entire series. Colin but, used yeah. his Jedi mind trick. Colin, this is not the story I'm looking for. Right, <laughs> uh, the, Colin. The now I want a Padme shirt that's animated from that show. I want her with her big head, and little body, and I want a shirt of her with saying, "I can't, I just can't." <laughs> yep. <laughs> I go. just can't. We to make that. <laughs> Another the, the two episodes with Bad Batch, though, they were phenomenal episodes. Like, yeah. they brought so much additional humor and just character to um to the clones that it's it's going to be interesting to see that especially with with the trailer where you know they start showing order 66 and and part of the uh about these guys being part of the bad batch is that they don't have the same programming that the other clones have so -hmm. they're fully aware of what's going on during this time yeah. I just want to give a disclaimer that if you go to search the Bad Batch to watch this little sizzle reel that's out there right oh. now, you're going to fall into a rabbit hole of a movie that I actually told you guys about earlier in the pandemic oh. when I said I was I watching this. all of these bad movies. Don't do not click on the 2016 The Bad Batch movie. You're going to see names that you like, like Jason <laughs> Momoa and Keanu Reeves and Jim Carrey. Don't do it. Run away because run that away. bad batch. It's horrible. a trap. Jason it's a Momoa, trap. Eats, they, he eats people. Keanu Reeves is awful. Like, don't run away. Look for Star Wars helmets and and do not go it. Do not go down that rabbit hole. I'm saving your life right now. No. Don't yeah. do it. You're pushing me towards it. Now I want to yeah. do it. <laughs> I, Val, I don't. I have even less desire to go down that rabbit hole now. So thank you. Um, You're so welcome. Another big announcement. They announced a Lando series uh, that's going to involve uh, Justin Simeon from Dear so White capes. People. A, and a, a, a they movie. didn't announce. Go ahead, Tracy. I was just going to say a TV series showrunner who tells authentic black stories yeah. with a mostly black cast is going to be awesome. 
Yep. They haven't announced who's going to play Lando in it. So I don't know if Donald Glover's coming back for that or if we're going to get old Lando with um, Billy D. Billy D. I wanted to say Billy Ray. I'm like, that's not right. <laughs> Billy D. Um, Space bullets. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what that turns into. But I think I think you're right, Tracy. Having a, a showrunner who's going to tell authentic black stories with a mostly black cast, I think, is is great. Um, anything that adds to the diversity in Star Wars is a wonderful mm-hmm. thing. And mm-hmm. in anything, really. And, and I've, and that, say, I've noticed in the last couple episodes where we've had these villagers, um, we had them with the Ahsoka episode. We had it with this latest episode with the Mandalorian. I've noticed how much they are really pushing the multiculturalism on yep, these planets, right. which is great. Yep, I agree. And then the one that I'm really, really excited about that they announced was the Acolyte, which is going to be Dark Side. Um, mm-hmm. It's taking place during the High Republic, which we have not seen anything live action in the High Republic yet. I am so excited about that. Um, I think this is going to be really different from anything we've seen in Star Wars. Um, and I, I don't know, it just seems intriguing to me in a lot of mm-hmm. ways. So, yeah. so that one sounded great. But that's just the TV stuff that's coming to Disney+. Plus. They right. had two big film announcements. They confirmed that uh, Taika Waititi is, in fact, directing a Star Wars film. Again, this guy is everywhere in Hollywood right now. And really <laughs> so. Like, I, I haven't... Un- There's nothing that he's done that I've been like, oh, that was really kind of crappy. Like, he really uh-huh. is great. Um, so I'm excited to see what he does with a Star Wars film. And then they played the video... And I just about cried. I screamed when I saw the the title pop up. I was excited when I saw who it was that was talking. So Patty Jenkins has signed on to direct a Star Wars film, and it's going to be Rogue Squadron. Yes! I I can't believe that they're making a Rogue Squadron movie. I don't know how much it will tie in with the books and the graphic novels uh, that are now legend. But but this was the squadron that was led by Luke Skywalker and Wedge Antilles in uh, previously so i don't know if if this is going to be a totally different story i don't care it looks like i'm just so excited dude Um, this is this is patty jenkins it's a good time to be a nerd like it's the best time to be a nerd yes yeah yes she and she talked about how she's always wanted to do a fighter pilot movie and to do top gun in space is just going to be so much fun because she brings so much heart and humor and humanity to her films i'm over the moon with this one. I knew Taika was going to do a film. I was excited about that because I'm a huge Taika fan. But when they announced Patty Jenkins, I just about fell off my out of, out of off my seat. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. It, it it's super exciting. And I'm just hoping since it is Top Gun in space, are we going to get shirtless space volleyball? We better, of course, or I will riot. i I was i was uh just playing uh star wars squadron just last night and and uh wedge comes up on the on the screen and i'm just like oh my gosh uh and he just starts talking about all these top secret missions that that the rogue squadron would would always be going on so i'm excited to actually be able to see those visually uh and this is this is really like it's one movie that can really launch a franchise of movies that would be so different from what we've mm-hmm. seen in star Wars films. There's not going to be a lot of Jedi stuff. There's not gonna be a lot of force stuff. And I love all of that, but right. this is going to be just in space dog fights. Like it, it could be really, really something special. Um, and so that was the star Wars part of Lucasfilm. They also talked about a Willow series coming to Disney plus 
a fifth Indiana Jones movie. They confirmed that, mm-hmm. um, which, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would really love to see them I mean, say, they, you know they, what? They talked about that a year ago. So I'm right. yeah. that's not, that again, wasn't anything new. That aren't new here. I'm excited yeah. for James, James Mangold taking it over. It'll be interesting to see what he does compared to Spielberg, but I love Indy. I love Harrison Ford, but let it's kind of time to either reboot or let it go. I, I really think that Indiana Jones could be like um, James Bond, where you just you can keep telling the story with the same yes. character. You just bring in a different actor, and we just kind of move on and move forward with it. Yeah. But it's okay. We're going to get Harrison Ford again. We'll see how it goes. And then they announced another uh, movie. Uh, what was it? Of Blood and Bone, um, mm-hmm. which is based on a, on a fantasy novel series that's set in Africa. I am so excited about this because Lucasfilm has not done anything really that isn't Star Wars or Indiana Jones on the big screen in a long time. Willow, right. I think, was the last thing that they did that wasn't mm-hmm. Star Wars or Indiana Jones on the big screen. I'm really excited about the idea that they're doing something new and original. I've heard really yeah. good things about that book. I haven't read it, I have but too. I've heard really good things. Yeah, I, it may be added to my Audible library here because I want to find out more about it. So. Um, and then they went into Nat Geo. They're doing a bunch of documentaries. Uh, so then <laughs> Disney Plus. I mean, that's what hey, they're going. They're going to be. They're going to be awesome. I, I right. love Nat Geo. I love Nat Geo, and I love that it's on Disney Plus, and I spend a lot of time there. So don't just skip over Nat Geo. <laughs> okay. Listen, there's I some mean, great stuff. Chris Hemsworth. Nat Geo, Nat Geo uh, is the Padme of Disney Plus. Look, just kidding. Got, just kidding. Hey, just kidding. Just kidding. No. Okay, let's be fair here. They've got some great stuff in Nat Geo. They've got uh, a feature documentary on Cousteau. They've got um, a new installment of Genius that's going to be about Martin Luther King Jr. Um, a documentary called Secrets of the Whales, A, a Real Bug's Life, um, and then America the Beautiful. Chris Hemsworth is going to be challenging himself to do crazy things with his body in a series called Limitless. I think that is like every woman's fantasy that he's. You know he's going to be anyway. shirtless in that whole. You know you're going to watch it too. Every oh, time totally on watching. his Instagram that he does something crazy with his body because he's already been testing this out. You all watch it, so I don't want to hear all women. You're all going to watch. Um. <laughs> uh, and then something with Will Smith. So they, there is some cool stuff coming to Nat Geo. And, and if that kind of stuff, I mean, I find that stuff interesting and it's great to turn on uh, and, and learn something new. So really some cool stuff that they're doing there. Uh, then they got into the Disney. I'm sorry, Val. I didn't mean to just skip over Nat Geo. I kind of did just to be funny, but there is some really good stuff. Then we've got the Disney Plus TV series um, starting off with, I think I can safely say the series that nobody was asking for. And that's a mighty ducks game changer series. <laughs> like, do we need a TV series based on the I mighty mean, ducks? But it's coming. So, yes, Estimus. Estimus. I mean, kids are getting ready to go off to college. He needed something to do. Yeah. 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 Emilio's kids are going to college. He needs some cheddar. Well, I guess. Um, <laughs> Oh my no, God. I just, it, as long as they have together. all of the cheesy one-liners that they had in the movies, I'm okay yeah. with this series. Yeah, I, I was hoping it was going to be the reboot of the animated series uh, for the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, also <laughs> something nobody nobody is asking for. I didn't even know they did that. I forgot. They, so Disney has always been about multi-marketing, like across multiple channels, and so when they bought 
their hockey franchise that became the Anaheim Ducks. They launched it with, and they called it the Ducks after the Mighty Ducks movie, but they launched it also with an animated series called the Mighty Ducks. And they were like anthropomorphized ducks that played hockey. (laughs) It was, you know, anyway. Uh, and then they're wow, also your doing only $7 a- word you can use today. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. Well, I made the most out of it. That's a good one to use. If you're, if you only get one, um, they're also doing t- Turner and Hooch. Okay. <laughs> With Josh Peck. I- again, I think that's something that nobody was necessarily asking for. And I say that, but here's what I also know about Disney. They know their audience. And so these are going to be, successful with somebody and they're going to be like, yeah, it worked. It did what we wanted it to do. Yeah. There's um, a lot of, there's a lot of TV series on, on Disney plus right now that I don't watch. They're not made for me. And I don't like right. anything of them. Like there's a lot yeah. of content on there. I'm like, I don't care about that at all, but we have to understand like somebody does, they are actually doing it across the gamut for a lot of different people. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then they've got Big Shot starring John Stamos. It's going to be about high school basketball, girls' high school basketball. Uh, and then I'm the going to watch that with the sound off. Just to see John Stamos. Um, and then the Mysterious Benedict Society, <laughs> which sounds interesting. Um, and then I, I don't know what I think about this. They've got a Beauty and the Beast prequel series starring uh, Gaston. So you've got Josh Gad in it and Luke Evans. I don't know, like, okay. I don't think I'm the audience for that one. Like Beauty and the Beast, the live action was fine. And Luke Evans and Josh Gad were fine in it, but I don't think I watched it and thought, you know, I'd really like to know more about Gaston's backstory, where he came from and who he was before he was obsessed with Belle. But there will be people that are interested. Yeah, I don't know how this one's going to work out. I I just feel like the reason why they were so good in the movie, because I didn't care for that movie very much. um, Mm -hmm. But I thought they were the best part of that movie. Mm -hmm. But it's because you got them in like little bits and pieces. Like you didn't, it wasn't all about them. So I think having them like all it's them on screen and it's all that attitude the whole time. I don't know. That's the, this is the only one when I saw it, I was like, really? It's like, I really like lucky charms because I think the marshmallows are the best part of the cereal, (laughs) but I don't think I'd want a cereal that was all marshmallows. Like that would be too much. Yeah. That's you're past that age. Yeah. My daughter's all for Um, it. Um, then you've got uh, Ron Moore from Outlander is doing a Swiss Family Robinson series. Could be good. Yeah, I, I'm I'm actually excited about this one. Yeah, I'm interested to see how it goes. Um, I I think you've got some good components there. I've always uh, liked I think the Swiss, story. Yeah, I think Swiss Family Robinson's a great story. It's classic. Um, will this though lead to them? redoing the Tarzan treehouse as the Swiss family Robinson treehouse again. Fingers crossed. That would be awesome. That would be good. That would be very nice. (laughs) I would love that so much. Um, And then crazy rich Asians. I won't get into everything. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Chris, the crazy rich Asians, John Chu is doing Percy Jackson's and the Olympian series. Um, So this, 
I'm excited for because the movies kind of stunk. Um, and I think that this is, again, a story that lends itself to being serialized. And I think you can go more in depth with what the books were uh, in a series. And so that one seems exciting as well. Then they announced some films. We've got a Hocus Pocus sequel. <laughs> Tracy. <laughs> I don't like the original. I, that's not my, I'm not the demo. Again, you know, something that no one would have asked for. But I don't think that's true that nobody I mean, asked I think, for it. I think there's, there a, small, a, lot of I think there's a small pocket of super fans that are super yeah. excited yes. about yeah. this film. And you um, know what? I do We're appreciate powerful. the original, but I, but like, I, I, I feel like they told the story. I don't, I, feel like I, I mean, I've talked to Ty out. over in Multiplane about this, and there is more story to tell, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Or Doug Jones, I'm okay with it. It's fine. That's a good point. <laughs> That's a very good point. I, I think there are enough of the hardcore fans that are going to be excited about it, but I'm just not one of those. And I think if you're not a hardcore fan and you watch Hocus Pocus, you're like, okay, that was it. Yeah. Well, it, it kind of it kind of makes me think like I tried to watch Godmothered on Disney Plus. I got about forty minutes in, and I love Isla Fisher, and I love the lady from Britney Runs a Marathon. I can't think of her name, and that was a stinker. And I just had to pull the plug. And I kind of think the same on this Hocus Pocus. Yeah, um, and then they're also doing a Zac Efron starring Three Men and, and a Baby remake. Colin's excited. So excited. Well, I don't know. I used to watch that movie over and over and over. And I think that it's actually timely because that movie is, is old, but it's a really mm -hmm. good story. Um, they mm -hmm. picked the right actors at that time period to play those. And, and I love Zac Efron. Like uh, again, yeah. like I, I actually think this sounds fun. Um, I think if they get so the right, I, I kind of think this is a good idea. I agree. Zach Efron's talented. I think it's a fun story. Uh, and I think you're right. You watch the, the original and it's old. It just feels old when you mm -hmm. watch it now. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that, that it makes sense. And it if they really get the right two the time, actors. So. Yeah. And if they get the right two actors to play opposite of Zach Efron, I think it could be really, could really be good. good. Yeah. So, um, and yeah. then they've got a couple of sports movies that they're doing um, based on Chris Paul uh, the Greek basketball player on Milwaukee, and then Keanan Lowe. So his name is Giannis Ante Tuakowumpo. I can't Close. say his name. Close. Just call him the Greek freak. Yeah, the Greek freak. But he's, he's amazing. Um, and then they've got Ulysses, or what is this? Uh, Flora and Ulysses, which looks bonkers. But I think, again, that's bonkers? one that my girls are probably going to enjoy. Yeah, it looks bonkers. That's got to be a two-cent word. It's not like a $7 word, like anthropomorphized. But, you know, I got to save money somewhere. <laughs> You're just so versatile. I love it. <laughs> and then uh, we've got an updated version of Cheaper by the Dozen um, from the Blackish creator Kenya Barris, uh, which sounds okay. Fine. Cheaper by the Dozen was an updated version of cheaper by the dozen. And now we're getting an updated version of an updated version. So that's fine. It's a timeless story that you can put into any time and it works. So, and then diary of a wimpy kid movie, that's going to be animated and a new ice age movie, which again, put that in the category of nobody was asking for it, but there it is. Yeah. And 
um, a night at the museum animated film. So I think they've got some interesting stuff coming to Disney plus all of that is going to Disney plus um, from Disney studios. And then they mentioned the little mermaid live action. That's coming to theaters. Um, and this looks like a pretty good ca cast. You've got Aquafina. What was that Something face? smells fishy. What was that I face? Like it. <laughs> I, I'm not a big, I, I'm not a little mermaid. was not one of my favorites. And then the, I don't know, live, they've, they've, their live actions have not worked for me recently. But, uh, <clears throat> Melissa Car McCarthy as Ursula. That's going to be epic. Ursula. It's got to be good. Oh, I don't like Melissa McCarthy. What? I, I oh, love The Little Mermaid, you? and I just feel like everything everything that they've done live action with The Little Merv Mermaid so far has been seriously disappointing. Um, they did the, the live Little Mermaid on TV, which I thought right. was just like awful that it was awful. like eating sushi at a gas station i felt like that's what that was and so i have a really bad taste in my mouth um i didn't care for i i liked i like maleficent i liked jungle book i didn't care for uh, mulan was okay um but mm -hmm. i just i don't know like i just i don't i yeah. don't know are you sure the bad taste in your mouth wasn't either bad sushi or the fact that you were eating what you were watching? <laughs> I mean, that's it's never right. stopped me before. <laughs> so let's, let's also talk about coming to Disney Plus, a hybrid live action animated movie, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. I have no idea what to think about this. Starring as Chip. I, I love the cartoon Chip and Dale Rescue yeah. Rangers, but starring as Chip, we've got John Mulaney, and starring Which, as Dale, Andy Samberg. I, I love John Mulaney. I'm not as huge on Andy Samberg. I know you are, Jake. I love, um, I love Andy Samberg. Yeah. Yeah. I think John Mulaney is absolutely hysterical. Um, I don't know about this one, but we'll see. I If it were an animated series, yes. Animation, yeah. hybrid, live action. I, I don't feel know. like it's okay. It could be. I feel like if they do it the way they did Enchanted, which is another uh, announcement yeah. that they made that I'm sure you're going to get right. to, Jake, but yep. um, if they do it like Enchanted, I think it'll be yeah. really fun. I think Enchanted is one of these movies that Disney did that was that's very underrated. People always very forget right. about it, and then they're, when you mention it to them, they're like, oh, I really liked that. I liked yeah. what they did there. So if it's something kind of in that family, I think it would be pretty smart to do, because it's I don't know. I think we need some different media and I kind of like the idea of, of this, I, if they do yeah. it right, if not, then whatever, but yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see how it goes. I, I just don't know at this point. And then we've also got Robert Zemeckis is directing Pinocchio. That's going to be on, on Disney plus uh, that's starring Tom Hanks with Tom Hanks. I love Tom Hanks. Not a big oh, fan yeah. of Robert Zemeckis. And I'm so bummed Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio is still not here that yeah. I'm excited to see. Yeah. Um, Robert Zemeckis is really great as long as the movie that he's directing is Back to the Future. Other than that, <laughs> I, I, anyway, uh, I and then like we've him. got, and then, <laughs> then we've got Peter Pan and Wendy. Um, and then, as you mentioned, uh, we have Amy Adams coming back in the sequel, Disenchanted, 
which I think this is something that people have been asking for for a long time. And I think it's exciting uh, that they are doing it. Because Enchanted, like you said, Val, it's one of those movies that maybe it's fallen off people's radars and then they go watch it and they're like, oh yeah, no, I remember how good this was. But I think there's a lot of... Brilliant in that film. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's a lot of people who have wanted a sequel to Enchanted for a very long time. So it's exciting that that's happening. Almost as exciting. I know people that don't like musicals but love that movie. Yeah. Well, I think if you don't like musicals, this is the perfect musical for you because it kind of makes fun of why you don't like musicals. Like people just randomly breaking out into song for no reason. Like it makes fun of that. And so you're like, yeah, see this musical gets how ridiculous a musical really is. Um, And so I I agree. I think it's a fun movie and I'm excited to see what they do with Disenchanted. Um, I'm almost as excited about that one as I am for Whoopi Goldberg coming back for Sister Act 3. Let's be honest. We've been waiting years for this one. Sister Act 3 finally coming to Disney+. And finally exhale. Yeah. Whew. Been waiting a long time for that one. (laughs) And then in theaters, Jungle Cruise has been moved back to July 2021. I am so excited about Jungle Cruise, guys. I'm super excited. I mean, The Rock looks like he's going to be great in this film. I've been wanting to see the backside of water on the big screen for so long. Yeah. I'm just so excited. It's going to be epic. Who they're going to get to as far as that. that. I, I mean, and, I didn't even I hope that if, it's, if they're going to show that. the backside of water, it'll be in 3D. So it'll be like it's just coming <laughs> right oh, at you. And I got to say, if they put, if they just stuff this movie with bad puns, I'm going to be so happy. Like you yeah. gotta have all the Jungle Cruise bad puns. It's gotta Can happen. you call it a Jungle Cruise movie if there aren't bad puns? Because if, that's what the whole ride I is. I want it stuffed. I want it yeah. overflowing. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got this can definitely go in the category of what nobody asked for: a live action Lion King prequel. Do we need it? Uh, no. <laughs> so, but there you go. No. And then I mean, I think they should just make the movie first? Scar. Just make Scar. Let's do a movie that is all about Scar and call it Scar. But I think what they're doing is calling it the prequel and they're, they're getting it. I want to see a movie that's called Scar. And that's just, that is about him and about how he became Scar. Like that's, that's what I want. So if you're going to, if that's what it is, great, but call it what it is. Yep. Uh, And then they did announce uh, Raya and the last dragon will be in theaters on March 5th. And you can also pay an additional price and see it on Disney Plus. So they're doing kind of the same thing, similar to what they did with Mulan, except it will also be in theaters as well. Um, and then uh, some animated series that they've got that they're doing through Disney Animation. They are doing a Baymax animated series, which is I exciting. I, I feel like Yay. Big Hero 6, that we need more of it. They've done another Big Hero 6 animated series. So I'm excited that they're revisiting that because I think mm-hmm. that it's a fun group. Uh Zootopia animated series that's Pretty aptly good. named Zootopia Plus. Can we just please stop with the plus now? Like we get it. But, Hulu but Plus, kind of think, Disney Plus, ESPN but I think Plus. They're using that much like um, Enchanted makes fun of musicals. I think they're gonna. I hope use so. That as a, it's a it's like a yeah. tongue in cheek kind of. Uh huh. And then we've got a Tiana series based on Princess and the Frog, Could and a Moana good. series that they announced. Tiana series I think is interesting. They announced that as they're getting ready to uh, redo. Uh, Splash Mountain uh, themed as Princess and the Frog. Disney does not do these things by accident. Um, so, uh, and I am so excited about this one. Um, they are collaborating with a Pan-African entertainment company called Kugali. 
uh, and they are doing a science fiction series called Iwaju, which from the art that they shared looks incredible and beautiful and amazing. Um, it, it just looks really, really cool. Yeah. So um, I'm excited about that one. And then uh, we've got from Disney animation and uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda, we have Encanto, which takes place in Colombia. Um, so I have been impressed. Disney is really starting to push a lot more of these diverse stories in different places, um, which I like because I'm not familiar with Colombia and their culture. And so this will be exciting to learn a little bit more. Same thing with Iwaju. I, it's mm -hmm. not a culture that I'm familiar with. So it's great to get those stories um, told and become more familiar with something different and new. And that was kind of it with Disney animation. Uh, and then Pixar, we got to get through Pixar quick because we've got to get to Marvel. Um, they've got Turning Red, which is an animated movie. Um, Could be really good. The artwork's cute. Yeah, and it's it's directed by uh, Domi Shi, who did uh, Bao, the short. So I don't know if somebody's going to get eaten in this one. I guess we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> um, and then we know about Soul coming. Um, I'm so excited and then for Soul. Luca... Um, and then we've got Lightyear. Uh, okay, uh, Chris with, Evans. With Chris has, Evans. But but this yeah, is with Chris the, Evans, this, fine. But this is sure. the story of the real Buzz Lightyear that inspired the toy. So yeah. that I think is kind of a unique take. I think that's going to be sweet. And my that time. could be a lot of fun. Chris Evans is great. Yeah. So we'll see. A lot of people upset that it's Chris Evans and not Tim Allen, but. Okay, it is what it is. I, like I said, I think, it's a guy who they modeled the toy after, so... Yeah. I'm okay with I mean, that. look at the butt of Buzz Lightyear and look at Captain America's butt. <laughs> it, it, this is how they cast this. This is, is this, exactly how America's they cast this. But butt looks better. Does this, does this mean Chris Evans. that Chris Evans is going to move beyond just being America's butt and he's going to be the galaxy's butt? He's yeah. going to be the universe's butt? Yes. Yeah, we'll yeah. See. It's the universal butt. Yep. Um, and then on the Marvel front, there wasn't a lot of new announcements. Um, just some, some, finally some footage from winter soldier and, and, or the mm -hmm. Falcon and winter soldier. Yes. Um, they talked, they gave us an official trailer number two for WandaVision. Um, and then a first look at Loki, which looks that insane. Was a lot of fun. It was so good. It was so good. Oh I'm in with DB Cooper at the end. I'm like, that's brilliant. Uh huh. I was really yep. worried where they were going to go with this because I was like, mm -hmm. I don't know. This could fall flat. But the fact that they tied it right in with the cinematic universe, like where was he when he blipped out like all of right. these different times, you know, that, and I just thought so smart. So and, smart. And I having, love it so um, much. Oh, shoot. Now I'm having a brain cramp. Um, who's the guy that's starring with him? Owen Wilson. Yeah. But he's like, we all know you like to talk. Yes. Which did yeah. not see Owen Wilson coming. Like, <laughs> I, I, I had to, I had to oh, look twice to make sure it was Owen lucky. Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like a I great did too. Owen It was Wilson. a double take. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the blonde, like, messy hair Owen Wilson, but I was like, the voice is unmistakable yeah. and, yeah. and, then, he, and then i looked at the nose i had to look out. at the I nose that he's stepping outside yeah yes. i agree i'm excited for it um i like owen wilson a lot and so i, I love that he's going to be in it 
then they kind of just announced some updated dates uh, for the stuff that we knew was coming, like Black Widow, Shang-Chi, and The Legend of the Ten Rings, um, and then Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. That uh, movie's going to be nuts. Oh, wait. No, I'm thinking Spider-Man 3. Sorry. And then Spider-Man looks like it's going to be nuts with all of the announcements that are coming out yeah. there. But they didn't really hit on Spider-Man because that's a Sony thing, and so I... Right. Um, we'll see how that goes. But then they they talked about a series coming to Disney Plus, Miss Marvel, which is going yeah. to be awesome. Miss um, Marvel is a hugely popular character at this point, uh, and so there's there that's going to tie in with the bigger Marvel universe. Um, that's one that I can't wait to come out and have my girls sit down and watch with me. I think they'll really enjoy it. Uh, then well, we've got the Avengers game was amazing to see her character. Uh, and, and actually, you know, be able to put that on a screen, and so I, I can't wait to see that that uh, plus series as well. Yeah, and then uh, and she will show up uh, in Captain Marvel too, so this will be tied mm-hmm. in uh, with that. And then we've got Hawkeye, which we knew was coming. I and um, I like Haley that, Steinfeld. Yep. Yeah. And then. Moon Knight, which we knew was She-Hulk. coming. She-Hulk, which... Like, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Hawkeye, all of those we knew were coming. Um, they talked about Secret Invasion, which is going to be... Um, I love this. It's it's bringing Samuel L. Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn <laughs> together. Like, what? they were the highlight. Their relationship yeah. was the highlight of Captain Marvel for me, or one of the highlights of Captain Marvel for me. I cannot wait to see the two of them together. Um, and Secret Invasion is such a cool storyline from the comics, so I'm excited for this series. Um, and then Ironheart, which is going to involve uh, Riri Williams, and she's going to create a new uh, Iron Man-esque armor. Um, and then Don Cheadle is playing War Machine in a series called Armor Wars. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, they also confirmed that Christian Bale is joining uh, the cast of the next Thor movie, and he's playing a villain named Gore the God Butcher. Yes. I'm so excited about this announcement. This is I, I awesome. cannot wait because Taika is going to encourage him to chew the scenery, and I'm all for it. Because usually Christian Bale is very reserved and very, you know, gets into the character. But this one, I mean, when you have a name like the God Butcher – you yeah. know he's just going to be chewing the scenery. I'm so excited. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think he'll be great. Um, and then they confirm that uh, Mahershali, or Mahershala Ali is going to be starring in a Blade film, which we knew that already. And Peyton Reed is coming back for another Ant-Man film called Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. I love the Ant-Man films. Paul Rudd is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, both of those films were great. The fact that this is called Quantum Mania is just awesome and makes me so excited to see. You know, it just doesn't, they don't take themselves too seriously. Yes. And so I love it so much. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's, I'm excited. Um, And, and this will bring in King the Conqueror, which some have said is going to be uh, the next major villain in the Marvel universe. Um, And then the big, big announcement um, well, they did mention that they're not recasting Chadwick Boseman uh, as right. T'Challa in, in Black Panther 2, but they are moving forward with it. Um, but the big announcement was 
John Watts is going to be directing a new Fantastic Four film. So we are getting the first family of Marvel in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. And but I think you didn't you didn't touch on the big one. What? The new holiday special. Oh yeah, there that's right. There were two Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah, oh, I there's thought you guys were talking about the high school the musical uh the series a holiday. So uh, Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> is uh, coming out with an animated series that's gonna be all about baby Groot and then also a holiday special uh involving <laughs> involving uh guardians of the galaxy the and and james gunn is involved in it like yes. it is yes. going to be legit like a guardians well, of the galaxy it's gotta be the christmas tree well i'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure. if you guys want to watch the high school the musical <laughs> so i'm i'm super excited that they finally said it out loud that between spider-man 3 um the oh my gosh what's his name um doctor doctor strange no doctor strange and one of the yeah spider-man 3 doctor strange and one of the um the new um series like they're all going to be kind of tied together with yes. characters that are going in and out of all three of these and i'm really excited about that yeah. um because i i love it when they don't just do a one-off, you know, whatever guardians of the galaxy, blah, blah, blah. But like Dr. Strange, I'm super excited about. And the fact that they are going to tie that movie and Spider-Man three together. And there's been so much Spider-Man three talk. Like I'm, I, you guys know me, I'm like a huge fan, but I'm kind of over the talk. I just want there to be specific announcements about this film. Yeah. 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 There's there's been a lot of different uh, rumors, some from reputable sources and some not so reputable over the last week with the Spider-Man movie. If all of them end up being true, I'm very nervous how the movie's going to turn out. <laughs> uh -huh. So so we'll see how it goes. Um, but I agree. I'm just excited that, that they're tying in. They're doing all of these series, but it's tying all of it together, and it's going to be it's going to be really interesting to see how it all comes together. Um, you want Groot to be the Christmas tree in the holiday special. That's fine. I'm hoping Thor's still around and it's fat Thor and he can yes. play Santa. Yes. And it'll be perfect. Yes. <laughs> so, um, but that, that was it. I mean, there were a ton of announcements and I'm so sure, I'm sure we missed some of it, but Disney is going strong. The, the next couple of years are going to be great. Um, there is, there's hope on the horizon with the Disney stuff that's coming out and there's hope on the horizon with vaccine stuff that's happening. Mm -hmm. Like we may next summer have a summer of movies again. And I'm so hoping, and I'm so here for that. Like I would love to be in the theater again I, next I summer, enjoying movies in the theater with you guys again. Yeah. Seriously. That'll be, that's what I'm looking forward to is going to some of those screenings together and then being able to talk Very about it. Theater dates. Yeah. <laughs> So it, it's all exciting stuff. Um, I love that Disney is not following the trend that, that Warner Brothers is doing. And instead, they're going to be the trendsetters. And I think if you've got the big company, the big guys on the block saying, no, we're, we're still all in on theaters and we're still going to support that, then that's great because I don't want movie theaters to go away. If you don't yeah. want to go to movie theaters and you'd rather watch the stuff at home, I'm, I'm all for that. You do what you want to do. But I love going to movie theaters and I love that experience. And so... Yeah. 
Um, I think it's fantastic. I just want to say too, like there are, there are movie theaters, especially like our local um, Megaplex that if Mm -hmm. you want to support them and still stay home, you can actually stream, you can pay them and stream the movies that they're showing from their website to your home, which means that they're still getting money. They're still being able to, to stay alive. So look into those things because I'm like you guys, I don't want movie theaters to go away and whatever we can do to support them. If you don't feel comfortable going in, I get it, you know, order their popcorn to go pick it up, but also look at the fact that a lot of them have these streaming services so that you can see the movies that are coming out or even classic movies. You can pay them to see them um, while you're at home. I know Megaplex is doing um, a big, um, tis the season to be streaming and they're doing a lot of Christmas movies that there sh- you can stream from your home and you can pay them for it. So, yeah. And, right, and that's uh, a great point. Like if you want popcorn, don't just put some in your micro wave, go ahead and go <laughs> and get some popcorn from the theater because the concessions keep them in business. So do it. It's yeah. better anyway than micro wave popcorn. I've, I've done that a couple times for, for movie date nights where, we just door dash some some stuff from from Megaplex and uh, gorge on that while watching a movie. Uh, but we've also rented theaters for super cheap. Cinemark yeah. does it for like ninety bucks, and yeah, you've got yeah. the whole theater to yourself. Now, Plus, if, the you, if you go is, to Mega, oh, go ahead, Tracy. Do they use a microwave in Milwaukee? Yeah, probably. I would imagine most people Mikro-wave? have a microwave. Um, so. Uh, yeah, and plus, if you get Megaplex popcorn, you can get the Cheeto popcorn, which is some of the most amazing popcorn ever. Like, I don't know why, but it just works so well. Did you say Cheeto popcorn? Yeah. Yes. It is I've groundbreaking. And this is the thing. You can have a mix it. You can mix the Cheeto in with the regular, in with um the, like, candy popcorn, the caramel corn, mm-hmm. and all of that what? together is, like, magic in your mouth. And I know they're selling the big Megaplex refills, uh-huh. Um, so that you can just buy the tub and you can, um, paying for the refill is a lot cheaper. So you can get those right now, like for someone for Christmas. Um, I feel like if you're then... going to get all three of them mixed, you should call it like, <laughs> you should call it like the Christmas popcorn special. Cause it reminds me of the tubs of popcorn that you get that would have caramel in one third and the yes! cheese popcorn in one third. And then the regular popcorn, which I always thought it was weird when I was a kid, like who wanted the cheese popcorn, but now get I get on it. that. Right. Yeah. Right. So okay. anyway, <laughs> we we will be back next week. We will be talking about some un uh, unloved, un Under- underappreciated uh, Christmas movies. I don't see. I think unloved, but some underappreciated yeah. Uh, yeah. Christmas movies. And so we're excited to talk about that because the Christmas we, holiday is upon us. If we were going to talk about unloved Christmas movies, we'd talk Santa Jaws, which I'm excited to see. I know nobody else is. Yeah. Yeah, we would talk about that one, um, but we're not, so we're not going to talk about it. So, but in the meantime, and for the foreseeable future, we won't see you at the movies. But maybe that's changing. We'll see. It's coming. It's coming. But in the meantime, we won't see you at the movies. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.
This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.